0: Welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. We have a very special edition of the weekly pregame show as we would like to call this now the Week Zero pregame shows. We're not yet end of week one but we are inching a little bit closer we are almost a week away from week one we call this the week zero pregame show because we are going to be previewing the city jamboree scheduled to take place this friday night on the campus of missouri western state university we are going to be previewing Central, Benton, and Lafayette's football seasons as we will also run down the schedule of the Jamboree, the rules of play, a little history, and we'll run down the complete Jamboree schedule for all area teams that are taking place this Friday night. We will run down the rules and the schedule of the City Jamboree after a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Cliftos Podcast Week Zero Pregame Show. This edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates. Contact Dom Tolly for all your insurance needs at 816 232 8400 or come on out to the Tolly and Associates at 2606 North Belt Highway for all your insurance needs. And welcome back, everybody, to the Week Zero pregame show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast as we prepare for the City Jamboree taking place this Friday at Spratt Stadium on the campus of Missouri Western State University. We're going to do a quick rundown of the rules, and then we will walk you through the schedule of events for this Friday night. Rule number one, there will be a total of three quarters. Each team will play against, all three teams will play against each other for one quarter. There will be 18 offensive plays by each team each quarter. There will be 12 recorded snaps that will be reserved for For the first team, and there will also be six unrecorded snaps, those will be also reserved for varsity subs or junior varsity. Rule number two, penalties that result in a replay of a down do count towards the team's 18 offensive plays. Except for a defensive penalty on the 12th recorded snap. Rule number three, After a preliminary coin toss, the designated team will begin with the ball on the 25-yard line. The offensive team will continue with the ball for 18 plays. Anytime a team scores a touchdown, fails to get a first down, or commits a turnover, the ball will be returned to the 25-yard line. The team will continue on offense as long as they have not reached their 18-play limit. Once a team has reached its 18 offensive play limit, they lose possession. The opposing team will take over and run plays until they have reached their 18 play limit. Now here is how scoring will go for this Friday's Jamboree. A touchdown will result in 6 points. An interception will result in 3 points. And if you happen to recover a fumble, that is also three points. There will be no PATs in this year's Jamboree. Now here is the schedule that will be going down at the Jamboree that begins at 7 p.m. Quarter number one, it is going to be Northside versus Southside as Bitten will take on Lafayette. Quarter number two, the Central Indians will face Lafayette and then In between quarter number two and quarter number three, there will be an All City Palms performance featuring all three of the city's Palm squads. So that should be very fun to watch. And then we will round out the jamboree with quarter number three as Benton will take on Central. Here's a little bit of a history on the background of the jamboree. Now, the Central Indians have almost doubled. Their two counterparts as far as Jamboree Championships with 34 of them, Benton has the second most with 12 titles. Lafayette is just right there on Benton's heels with 11 titles. And then whenever LeBlond or back in the day it was known as Christian Brothers, they also have 7 titles to their credit. Now the Jamboree did start in 1948 and 48 and 49 LeBlond or Christian Brothers won the first two Jamborees. Now the Indians have won the Jamboree the Central Indians have won the Jamboree 15 times in between 1948 and 1970. In between 1971 and 1978 there was no Jamboree on record. In the 80s there were kind of even I think each team had at least one Jamboree win in the 1980s. Bishop LeBlanc left the um, City Jamboree in 1987 and would later rejoin in 2004. In the 1990s, Central won the Jamboree every year except 1993 and 1994. I believe Bitten won it in 93 and Lafayette won it in 94. In the 2000s, the Benton Cardinals with Derek Wilson took over for the Cardinals won four straight Jamborees between 2004 and 2007. Now, I did mention that Bishop LeBlond rejoined the Jamboree in 2004 after leaving in 1987. That same year, which was my senior year in high school, Central left because of the Suburban League scheduling. So Central had to go to a 10-game schedule due to expansion in the Suburban League. In 2009, the Jamboree was moved From week one to the preseason and the 2010 through 2021 competition was a lot more even. I think Lafayette has won won four out of the last seven Jamborees, including this past season. That is the history, that is the schedule, and that is the rules for the Jamboree. We're going to take another quick commercial break. We will preview the 2022 Benton Cardinals after this quick commercial break. This edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates. Contact Dom Tolly for all your insurance needs at 816 232 8400 or come on out to Tolly and Associates at 2606 North Belt Highway for all your insurance needs. Now, let's go ahead and let's preview the participants of this year's City Jamboree. We are going to be going in ABC order, and that means we're going to be starting on the south side. With the 2022 Benton Cardinals. In 2021, Benton just managed a 1-9 in season. They are led by 5th year head coach Kevin Keaton. Now you can look at the records over the past 4 or 5 years of the Benton Cardinals. And it is a no secret. This team has struggled to put wins on the scoreboard. But a couple things Coach Keaton has taught his team. And that's hard work and never quit. And never quit. There are are several seniors on this team who have stuck with the program despite the losing record. Seniors like Denver Doman. Adrian Byrd, Bishop Rush, Devin Hoffman, Devin Hoffman and Landon Stallsworth are just some of the players that have stuck with the program. But when I went to Bitten practice earlier this week, there's a lot of optimism on the South Side on what possibly could be the best roster Coach Keaton has had since he's been with the Cardinals. I had an opportunity to catch up with the head Cardinal, Kevin Keaton, right before this week's Jamboree. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are continuing on here with our St. Joseph School District jamboree preview. We are here on the south side of St. Joseph, and it is another opportunity to visit with the head coach of the Benton Cardinals, Kevin Keaton. Our third year working together, Coach. Um, welcome back,
1: Cliff. Thank you for everything that you do in your programming for high school sports for high school kids uh, to promote to promote you know their hard work. We we really appreciate you. Well, Coach, I appreciate you,
0: too. You were one of my first interviews when I started doing this podcast three years ago, so um, it's been a fun ride with you ever since. So, um, Coach, I want to ask you just first of all how your guys' summer has been going with camps and summer practices and just everything like that.
1: You know, this was, in my opinion, from A to Z, our most complete summer. I feel like we are further along schematically than we've been. And of course we've had, we've had a a lot of kids take a lot of snaps and some of those snaps were before they were ready. But we have 10 seniors that understand we've spent a lot of time together, a lot of time this summer and a lot of time over the last four years. And they understand our expectations. Um, they are friends. They truly are friends. The senior class does everything together. That locker room has as good of mojo as i've seen in 24 years of coaching well coach
0: it's definitely a, sp- a great group of seniors that you have there but um coach you know i mean you know the uh, thing that we need probably should talk about um you know the past couple of years hasn't been easy for um benton football the winning has come um very little but you know you've stayed um you stayed you know it's um the philadelphia 76ers had a deal called trust the process this has been a process so um Just um, talk about, you know, the process of, you know, staying positive and just, um, you know, waiting, uh,
1: maybe, maybe looking for the bigger picture here. Sure. You know, we live in a microwave society and people in modern America want it when they want it, how they want it on their terms. They want it now. And true success is not linear. These kids are a living, breathing example of grit, of perseverance, of guts, of commitment, of leadership, of accountability. And I'm going to say this, these kids are a living, breathing example of love, love for each other. That's exactly the kind of group of people that I want to be around. That is exactly the kind of people that can really affect change not just for this season, which I believe they can. I believe they will change the scoreboard, but I'm talking about in their life. So these things that they have gone through these experiences that they've had for four years will serve them for the rest of their life.
0: Well, Coach, again, I want to talk about the senior class, and you mentioned them just a little bit um, here just a few minutes ago, but a um, special group of seniors you have here. And just um, talk about them sticking together um, through this process because for, for high school kids, it, it can be easy to be like, hey, you know, we're not winning, I'm not winning, um, you know, and they could quit. And so just talk about this, um, this group that has really stuck together.
1: Sure. So I want to bring you back to an a, um, evening this last June where we are, our leadership council is on a overnight retreat and we did a, we did some team building stuff. We went to a high ropes course and then we're around a campfire. It's 17 boys. It's the juniors and seniors. And in that moment, I wish I could take everybody that's listening to this back to that moment. um, You could have cut it with a knife. You could have cut the electricity in the air with a knife. And we were very honest with each other that night. We've, we had up to that point, three pillars to our program, accountability, leadership, and uh, commitment. And that night, they, that group of young men decided that they were going to add love. And they are a living embodiment of that pillar. These guys love each other. And if you get a group of, of 45 kids who love each other, that's going to be a hard team to beat. That's going to be a hard group of people to stop with whatever they decide to do with their life. Coach, let's talk about
0: the fee- on the field now. Um, like, I, like I mentioned, there's a, there's a bunch of kids back. So just talk about um, – let's start with the offense real quick. Um, talk about um, who you
1: have back on the offensive end this season. Sure. Well, the offensive line is anchored by Kevin Machado. Kevin's a three-sport athlete here at Benton. He's a two-year starter at center. He's our heavyweight. He throws the shot and the disc, and he may throw the jab. I know he doesn't run anything on the track. Um, Pardon me. And we also have Sebastian Ritchie at Strong Guard, who is a three-year starter at that position. Um, You talk about sacrifice or commitment to the group we had a running back during the summer that we asked to move to offensive tackle. And you know, he, maybe he doesn't look like, maybe Josh Peake doesn't look like a prototypical offensive lineman, but he is strong. He is smart. He is tough. And when we set him down, he said, coach, sounds great. Where do you need me? And that's where we'll play. Uh, We're going to highlight our all MEC, uh, first-team selection at tight end, Denver Doman. He is so athletic. Denver plays three sports. Denver's ath- athletic enough to throw a baseball with, with either hand. I mean, the kid can punt with either foot. Uh, he really is a special athlete. In the backfield, Landon Stalsworth, Bishop Rush, uh, Out on the Edge, Adrian Bird, Devin Hoffman. Those kids are are sneaky athletic. You know, you look at them, you're like, mm, okay. But I'm telling you, those kids are football players. And those kids are football players, offensively, defensively, on special teams. They just, they know the game. They've taken a lot of snaps. And they're, it's a fun group to coach. Uh, At our quarterback position, we've got a young man named Jackson Rich, who started on the defensive side of the ball last year as a a freshman. He is gonna be, uh, you know, the the field general for us offensively is very athletic. He's a big kid. He's like 180 pounds as a sophomore, six foot. Um, we will continue to build a game plan for him each week that plays to his strengths and he's gonna get, do nothing but get better. On the defensive side of the ball, I love where they're at right now. They are like at mid to late season in their communication in their understanding of schemes. We are so far defensively in coverages and in understanding alignment stunts, where everybody fits the ball. Uh, We're further than we've ever been in five years uh, on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to have a really good defense. It's going to be our defense will lead us certainly early in the season.
0: Coach, you know, all this talk here, man, it's getting me excited about the um, Jamboree. And you guys, uh, there's a little bit of time left bef- um, before August 19th, um, Missouri Western. Um, what do you and the staff want to see from this football team heading into the Jamboree? And what do you, what are you looking to get out of the Jamboree?
1: Well, I can tell you what we don't want to get out of the Jamboree. And I'm speaking for Scott and Reg, no injuries. Everybody, yes, everybody walks away from that healthy. Um, there will be some cat and mouse going on uh, between the three of us because we play each other. So at least we play, you know, Central Week Two, we're at Loft Week Three. Uh, there'll be some things we show, there'll be some things we don't show. Uh, and we're, we're still kind of finalizing what that plan looks like. I just want to see execution. I want to see fast execution offensively, defensively, fly to the football, create turnovers. Have fun. Be excited when big plays happen. Um, you know, your listeners will be interested to hear this. The defense can score this year at the Jamboree, and our kids are excited about that.
0: Well, Coach, um, thank you so much again. Thank you for everything for the last couple of years. It's been a fun time to work with you, and I'm looking forward to working with you in year three. And um, we'll see And um, – we'll talk to you at the Jamboree, and we'll talk to you all throughout the season. Yep, we appreciate you, Cliff. I want to give a huge shout out to head coach Kevin Keaton, who joins me once again on our third year working together here on the Cliff Notes podcast. As I mentioned just a few minutes ago, there have been several seniors who have stuck with this program despite the bad times. I had an opportunity to catch up with a few of them as we hear from seniors Denver Doman Adrian Bird, and Bishop Rush as we continue to preview the 2022 Benton Cardinals. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are continuing our preview of the 2022 Benton Cardinal football team. We are here with senior Denver Doman. i um, Denver. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Well, um, just um, talk about you know how this summer has been with camps and um, summer practices and just the first couple of days of practice of what the energy has been like. Um, it's been long, long days
2: of practice, and it's energy's been all right but uh the uh, we well,
0: you know the energy will get there it will get there you know the more the more practice the more repetition and all it's all there so um i want to talk about you and the rest of the senior class um this senior class has been through a lot. They've taken a lot of lumps. They've maybe not won one as many games as you guys wanted to. Just um talk about your commitment to this program and just this um just this process. Um
2: me uh, I try to make try to get my uh, teammates like as much energy as they can get. From me, and then uh, I push them a little bit for like if they make mistakes or like not jogging or anything, I like ask them to, hey, let's go. I like
3: that. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, my last question to you is, um, we got the Jamboree coming up on um, August 19th. Um, what do you want to see um, from, this, uh, from this football team if you guys want to take a step forward this season? Uh,
2: I want to win it. I want to win it all. And just, just winning is the
0: goal. Winning is the goal, absolutely. You know, Vince Lombardi said uh, winning is everything. So, um, Denver, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, And uh, Good luck to you guys the rest of fall practice, and we'll see you at Missouri Western on August 19th. All right, thank you. Thank you. And we're here on the Cliff Dust podcast, still continuing our preview of the 2022 Benton Cardinal football team. We are here with senior Adrian Bird. Um, Adrian, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you. It's nice to be on.
0: Uh, Adrian, just um, talk about you know, just um, this summer with um, summer camps and um, practices and just what this energy has been like this summer. The team's energy has been great this year. We've
2: been really close and connected. If we're not out on the field together, we're always hanging out together. We're really comfortable in the locker room with each other on the field. Where we've, been, we've made a lot of progress. Um, we did really good at the, the last few camps that we went to. We've been working
0: hard this summer, so I'm pretty excited. I definitely, I mean, you know, a lot of kids back, just, um, you know, talk about the senior class. This senior class uh, has been through a lot. Um, maybe not um, as many W's on the scoreboard as you would like, but, you know, this is a team, this is a group that's never quit, that's um, trust the process. Just talk about um, the commitment from the senior class.
2: I mean, this team, we just, I feel like we've stuck together for a long time. We've all started basically since our freshman year, if not sophomore year, um, we've, not had the greatest results on the scoreboard, but we always come out each week, work our hardest to try to change that. I think this year is going to be
0: that year. You know, there's some guys back, you know, Bishop Rush is a guy that's back. Um, Denver Doman, um, several other seniors. Is there a lot of optimism here about, you know, changing the um, changing the results of the last several years? Yeah,
2: I think that if we just keep pushing each other and working hard that we could
0: change the scoreboard results well and then my last question to you adrian is we got the jamboree coming up on august 19th and you're a senior leader on this football team um just um, talk about what you want to see from this football team as a leader if you guys want to take the next step forward
2: i mean i'd like to see us come out at the jamboree at full speed and ready to go zero mistakes and just everyone doing their job as hard as they can
0: well adrian thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast um good luck to you guys the rest of fall practices and uh, we'll see you august 19th at missouri western all right thank you and ladies and gentlemen we are still here at benton high school here previewing the 2022 benton cardinal football team we are here with another senior bishop rush um another outstanding player outstanding wrestler as well um bishop just welcome to the podcast Uh, thanks for having me absolutely it's a pleasure so um just talk about um, what this summer has been like um, with summer camps and practices. And um, you, you guys, have. from what I've heard, you guys have performed really well. Just talk about, um, just talk about
4: this summer and just getting ready for the season. Uh, I think we've definitely stepped it up this summer. Uh, we've been doing a lot more practices. Um, just our team's been out doing stuff together, too. And ever since our uh, retreat, I feel like we've all been more of a team since then.
0: Uh, coach talked about that retreat a little bit in our interview just um that kind of you know kind of get the light bulb going a little bit you know that n- a new commitment there to um you know maybe necessarily you know hey let's stick together you know we got a chance
4: to really do something this year uh yeah definitely uh we got a lot of like uh bonding in that because we had another little uh, thing we did uh, we're all together out together in the woods so we just all bonded and just uh, r- talk
0: about the senior class. Um, I've already interviewed Adrian in Denver already, Um, big part of that senior class. Just, um, you know, the, maybe the results haven't quite been there on the scoreboard. It's easy to be like, hey, you know, we're not winning. I quit. Um, just um, talk about your commitment, just the commitment to the senior class to this process.
4: I think we're all very committed because we're all close, so we all have each other's back. so we're not going to quit on each other. And with that, I just – we just never quit. We all, we're always trying for one another, and that's, that's for real about it.
0: And then my last question to you, we got the Jamboree on August 19th at Missouri Western. You're a senior leader on this team. Um, what do you want to see from this football team if you guys are going to take
4: the next step this season? Uh, I feel like we all just go out there and try our hardest and just be a team and work together the whole time and not let one – bad thing affect the whole series. I think we should be do good. We should do fine. We should probably get the win.
0: Well, well um Bishop, thank you so much for um coming on the podcast. Good luck to you the rest of the um fall practices and then uh we'll see you on August 19th at the Jamboree. All right, thanks, see ya. Now, the Benton Cardinals will open up week one of the regular season next week against Kansas City Northeast on the road. Kansas City Northeast resides in the interscholastic league. Now, the next team that we are going to be previewing here is the Central Indians. Now, a lot of the same things I said about Benton, I could say about Central. Last season, the Indians went just 1-9 and nine on the season, but their one win came against Lafayette in quite possibly the game of the year in Northwest Missouri. I know Lafayette is very motivated after that game last season. We'll talk about that as we get into the Lafayette preview. Now, Bitten. Now, Central, just the same as Benton, has a fifth-year head coach in Reggie Trotter. He was also hired in 2018 after spending one season as an assistant and many years on the sideline at Missouri Western under former head coach Jerry Partridge. Coach Trotter has installed stability in a program that went through three different head coaches from 2015 to 2017. Now, similar to Benton, Winning has not been easy at Central and for Coach Trotter in an ultra-competitive Suburban League. When you play some of the state's best teams every single week, when you play competition like Staley, Park Hill South, um, Park Hill, Liberty North, teams like that who are at the top of the state level. It is a very, very competitive Suburban League, but this season, the Suburban League expands to five divisions. With the re-entry of Excelsior Springs into the league, the Central Indians will be in the middle tier. It is still the Suburban Red, but they will be in the middle conference as they will join North Kansas City, Oak Park, Fort Osage, and Truman in the Suburban Red this season. Now, Central does return five offensive starters and two defensive starters. Key starters. Include senior three-year starting quarterback Stone Wetlaufer, who in his two-year starting has taken his lumps, but have also has had flash of brilliance. Look for Wetlaufer to quite possibly have a good season in the in 2022. His other skill players around him include Gabe Fields, who started at running back as a freshman. Added in also senior wide receivers Anthony Vass- Vassar and Asher Katakis who provide experience at the wide receiver position and also look for a big name in Nathan Mincy who is at the defensive and offensive lines there for the Indians. We had an opportunity to catch up with the head Indian Reggie Trotter as we talk about the excitement heading in to the 2022 season and we're here on the cliff Notes podcast we are continuing our preview of the saint joseph school district jamboree coming up on friday august the 19th we are here at central indian football practice we are here with the head coach of the indians reggie trotter back for his third year us working together coach welcome back
5: hey thanks for having me back man
0: appreciate you coming out today absolutely it's a pleasure to come out here and watch the indians go to work um, just um i want to talk about the energy of just this practice that i just saw i mean this isn't the energy of a 7-1-9 and nine, uh, one and nine football team or you know, a team that's won one or two games a season. This is the energy of a 7-3 and three football team. Just talk about how that energy, because energy attracts. Um, just talk about that energy and just the optimism for just this upcoming season.
5: You know, we're really excited, man. We've got a lot of great kids back uh, that happen to be really good football players as well. So that's something that we're really excited about. Uh, really getting after it this fall and, and our guys are excited today. the last two days of practice have been really good. Uh, we got another one tomorrow we put the shoulder pads on tomorrow so we're looking forward to that. Well just this, this is a kind of optimism
0: this kind of energy kind of help with the pro with the process a little bit because this this, 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 this thing has been a process
5: for you, So It absolutely has been a process but you know what you have to love the work you know when you fall in love with the work to get to your your end goal that's when it's great. You know, it, it's not a, it's not a. Let's see what happens at the end. It's you have to appreciate the, the work getting to the end. Well, Coach, I, I talked
0: to about four of these seniors back here. Just um. Talk about these seniors. This senior class has been through a lot. I mean, you probably wish they probably wouldn't have been able to win more football games. This is a senior class that's taken its lumps. Just talk about this senior class and just them just sticking together and just sticking
5: with this program. You know, I think it's really special that these guys were able to grow up together. And they they didn't have uh, a lot of turnovers. The first year I've had my entire same staff back from one year to the next. Um, so they've been really benefited from that from that standpoint, and I really think um, they will benefit from that. I, I think there's a lot of talent in this group, and I think that's something that's been really lacking from our football team. So I think that talent is finally starting to catch up uh, with the work that they put in.
0: I want to talk about just uh, what What do you want to see? I've asked these players, what do you want to see from this football team, not only at the Jamboree, um, but what do you want to see from this team going forward if you guys are going to take the next step?
5: The biggest thing for us is we need to make sure we get 100% of effort every single time uh, that we play. And that's really all I've ever wanted. you know. And, and sometimes we're good enough, sometimes we're not. But um, the biggest thing is for those kids to never quit and, and to continue to, to fight for each other.
0: Well, Coach, thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for everything for the past couple of years, and I look forward to working with you for another year. I
5: appreciate that, man. Thank you very much, and you're always
0: welcome out here. Thank you so much, Coach Trotter, for joining me on the podcast. Excited to also work with you. For a third season here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. I also did have an opportunity to catch up with some Indian seniors as we talk to Stone Wetlaufer, Asher Katakis, Anthony Vasser, and Nathan Mincy ahead of this Friday's Jamboree. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are here at Central High School watching the Indians and previewing their twenty twenty-two season. We are here with Asher Katakis. Asher, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Um, just talk about real quick the energy just of the last couple of days of practice i mean this is this isn't the energy of a one and nine football team this is the energy of a nine and three team so just talk about how the, how that energy's been like our last two days of camp i think we've had the most energy we've had all summer so we're looking ready to start fast this season this senior class has taken a beating here for the past um three seasons here uh, some of you guys for four just um Talk about where you guys have been and, you know, just the optimism for this year coming up. Well, I think we've all played with each other all four years, so we're looking to have a good connection and start fast again, like I said. Where do you want to um, – how do you – what do you want to see this football team do in order to um, take the next step? I know, I know you want to win more than one game, Maybe, maybe play 500 ball, maybe play over 500 ball. What do you want to see this team do in order to get to that level? I want to see everybody on the team, all 11 players, do their job. I think if we can do that, we can win a lot of football games. Well, Asher, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We'll see you at the Jamboree. Thank you, sir. Well, let's get it. And we're still continuing on here with our preview of the 2022 Central Indian football team. We are here with senior Nathan Minche. Um, Nate, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Excited for the season. Absolutely I mean you guys should be excited I mean you, you I, I just saw the energy out there in practice I mean this is the energy of a nine and three team, not necessarily a one and nine team. Just um, talk about that this energy of this football team.
2: Yeah I think we got a great group of
0: seniors and it's been different than last it's been different than past years and I'm just so excited for this year I think we have a good year to have that. Well, um, as I just mentioned to Asher, um, this the senior class has taken a beating. I mean, you know, I mean, you probably wish you guys probably would have been able to win more games, but you can't change that. But um, this is a very, um, a lot of starters coming back, a lot of talent coming back. Just um, talk about um, wh- that, that growing process of where you guys have been and just the optimism of the 2022 season. Uh, I think our chemistry is really well. We've been playing, a lot of us have been playing together since sophomore year, so this will be our third year. And, I mean, just doing what we can control and going 100% flying around. what do you want to see from this team? Obviously, you're a senior. You're probably very, very heralded in the locker room there. What do you want to see um, from this football team if you guys are going to take the next step? Just never give up and keep competing, no matter what circumstances, no matter what the scoreboard says. Never never give up and keep fighting until the end. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. Good luck to you.
3: Thank you, sir
0: all righty we are still here at central high school we are here with quarterback one senior stone Wetlaw law for stone welcome to the podcast thank you it's nice to be here absolutely thank you so much for coming on just um, talk about real quick um just the um you know your progression from your three, third year starting quarterback you no know, the transition hasn't been easy so um you know you've taken your lumps for the past couple of seasons just talk about that learning experience for you and um how you, um, you know, this is a very, this football team, this got a lot of guys coming back. So just talk about the um, the, the beatings that you took from the past couple of years and just um, how you planning on um, moving forward. Along with me as well as my teammates, we've been playing
6: since sophomore year, like you said. So we've been learning since that year. And we've been just building up on our knowledge that we've had of this game. And this year is our time to go right now.
0: Yo, um, this this is the energy of this um, football team. I mean, like I mentioned to the other two guys back there, I mean, this is this isn't the energy of a one and nine football team. This this is this seems like a playoff uh, playoff team that's won a couple of games. So, um, talk about that energy and just um just it's got to be the optimism just for this year. we uh, the seniors. have been talking a lot. We got to bring the energy up of the
6: team because we know what we have and what we can do this year, and we're trying to get them the confidence as well. And we're just
0: having a great time out here. What do you want to improve on yourself, and what do you want to see improve from this football team, um, not only in the Jamboree, but to get to the next level?
6: Um, the Jamboree is a good starting point. We're excited for that to show what we got, but we can always build on what we kn- what we don't know yet, so we're just ready
0: to go out there and show us what we got. Well, Stone, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Good luck to you, and we'll see you at the Jamboree. Yep, see you. And we are still continuing on here, previewing the 2022 Central Indian football team. We are here with senior Anthony Vassar. Anthony, um, welcome to the podcast.
3: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Uh, Man, I just seen you out here in practice, man, just out here mossing these defensive backs out here. Just uh, talk about that
3: and just talk about the energy of these practices. Uh, The practices have been like crazy. You know, we've all worked our butts off this whole summer, so we're just ready to go and have fun and and show it all.
0: I mean, you just talk about, um, you know, th- this was a one and nine football team a year ago. This senior class has taken their lumps. I mean, you probably wish you would have been able to win more games on the scoreboard, but just talk about, you know, your the senior class's progression,
3: not only on the field but as leaders. Uh, most of the seniors, I've played with them since Bantam league since little. So it was so we've all grown up together. We've all played with each other, and then with us losing these past couple years, you know, we're just bouncing back. We've all fought. now. We know we want this season. And with the seniors, like as us being leaders, I just know that we're all ready to step up to the task and do what we have to do to win. Well,
0: what do you want to see? What do you want to see from this football team? Not only um, next Friday at the Jamboree, but um, really just going forward. If you guys are going to take the next step, uh, just just acting like they want to be here. You know, we need players who are going to be here and want to win. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Congratulations to you guys. Great practice out there, and we'll see you guys at the Jamboree. All right, thank you. Mr. The Central Indians will open up week one at home at Noisefield Field against the Ruskin Eagles next Friday. Now the last team that we are going to preview are the defending Jamboree champions and that is the Lafayette Fighting Irish. The Irish are coming off a 6-4 season with a district semifinal loss to Excelsior Springs. The Irish had a 6-1 start to the season, but a three-game slide ended Lafayette's hopes Of a playoff win. Now this was an offense last season. That absolutely put a call of duty. Style air raid assault. On the record books last season. With their performance against Atchison. And this is a team that put up a bunch of points. Last season. But they have a bunch of factors. To replace. First of all. Gone is the head coach of the team last year. Ryan Schroyer. Exit Ryan Schroyer. Enter Scott Finley. Finley comes to the north side from Carrollton, but he's no stranger to Northwest Missouri. As a native of Chillicothe, He's definitely he definitely knows about the competition in the Midland Empire Conference. Now, Finley will have to replace several key talented players such as Jaron Saunders, Carlos Cortez, Kingston Oliver, and Quinton Garrett. All four of those players are playing at the next level, but there's still talent here on the south side. We'll talk about some of those talent here in just a few minutes. The Irish will also be looking for their first playoff win since 2007. Now we had an opportunity earlier during fall practices to catch up with the head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish, Scott Finley, on his thoughts on the upcoming season. And Ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the Dots Podcast. We are continuing our coverage and our preview of the St. Joseph School District City Jamboree. We are here with first year Lafayette head coach Scott Finley. Coach, how are you? Doing great. It's been a lot of fun so far this year. Well, coach, um, no stranger to the Midland Empire, but you come here to Lafayette from Carrollton. Just um, walk us through your coaching career and how you got here to
7: Lafayette. Um, I've I've been a lot of different places. I started out about 20 years ago. I was an assistant coach at Carrollton, and then I went over to the Kansas side for a couple years. I was at DeSoto, Kansas, and then a buddy of mine got the head coaching job in Turner, so I went there as an assistant. Um, Then I ended up moving to St. Louis, and I was at Wentzville as uh, an assistant coach there for four years at Holt High School, and that was a very, very formative time for me. Um, Learned a lot of good things under Chris Shields and had a blast. Um, Ended up coming back. I was at Oreg for a couple years and then at Lexington, And then uh, I ended up at University Academy. I was the assistant head coach and offensive coordinator out there. And that was another really great experience. And I learned a lot there, got to experience a lot of different things. And um, after that, I was the head coach at Carrollton for four years. And and now I'm here at Lafayette.
0: Well, um, Coach, obviously, this is your first year. But last year, uh, this football team put up a lot of production last year, especially on the offensive end. A lot of that production is now gone. Um, Can you just talk about uh, what you know of this past season and what you can do to try to carry that over to this season? Yeah, uh, one of the
7: things I noticed, like uh, Malik Reed, for example, he was one I noticed on film as kind of a a slot receiver. And, you know, he'd have big games and then he'd have a game where he was pretty quiet because they had a lot of weapons. And uh, really, that's a guy that we're going to lean on a lot. He's a great leader. He's having a great summer and a great fall so far. And uh, we're, we're really going to try to get the ball in his hands. And um, a lot of the things we do are very, very similar to what uh, they've been doing the last couple of years. Um, we're going to spread it out a lot, but we also have um, a lot of young guys with a lot of size. And so we're going to use a lot of tight end sets too, um, one and two, uh, you know, two tight end sets. So um, we've got a lot of really talented dudes coming back and a lot of new faces, guys new to football and young. And um, we're going to put them in positions to be successful.
0: What do you think are some of the, what do you, what do you think we're going to see, you know, some of the things that are going to be different um this year from last year? Um any new philosophy, um maybe the playbook or anything? What do you what do you think notice um, what noticeable differences are we going to see from the um 2021 Fighting Irish to the 2022?
7: Um, really a lot of our kind of some of our RPOs, but really we ran RPOs last year and, um, uh, maybe a little different twist to them, but, uh, we've been fusing with coach Guthrie on staff. Um, we've been fusing a lot of the things that he did last year and a lot of the things that I've done the last few years and kind of mixing it and putting it together. Um, had a really good coaching staff already in place when I got here and we've been able to just build on that with a couple of new faces and, uh, it's really meshing
0: well. I want to talk about some of the players now and obviously we can't talk we can't we love to talk about the skill positions those are the sexy positions that we like to um, mm-hmm. talk about but before we talk about them let's talk about the offensive line because nothing happens without the offensive line just talk about some of the offensive line that you have who do you who on the offensive line do you guys have coming back
7: oh Layton burns is a guy that's going to come back and he's been playing center for us right now but we can use him in a lot of different set, uh, places um, and also he's a guy that we had thought of moving to guard because he can pull real well and actually if he can snap the football that's a guy that we can pull the center and when you pull the center you can do some fancy things in the run game and really put people in a bind so that's a guy that we're leaning heavily on if we didn't have him i don't know what we'd be doing right now
0: well let's talk about let's talk about the, some of the skill position players i want to talk about the quarterback jackson Compton comes in first full year um as the starting quarterback got a lot of time last year with the um um towards the end of the season thumb injury to jaron saunders um he was able to get some reps in at the end of last season just talk about what you see his um his uh, talk about jackson's progression
7: He's doing really well. He's he, doing a good job getting in the pocket. He also likes to roll out. He's dying to run the football. And uh, anytime you've got a guy that can make good decision and get the ball to the right people and then also can be a threat with his feet, um, you've got something pretty special. So he's a guy that's going to, and with him being a junior, he's only going to continue to develop. Um, so that, that is a very exciting uh, aspect that we have going right now.
0: Talk about the running game now. Xavier Carey was a big name last year that was in the running game. He's gone now. Who do you who are you going to have running the football in 2022? Honestly, we're going to
7: have a large group of guys running it. Uh, uh, we've got uh, Tristan Marty has been taking a lot of carries. He kind of he's a senior. He's coming back and he's been taking a lot of your your first carries. The load. But I would ideally ha- like to have a four-man rotation on a Friday night. Keeps guys fresh, and we're going to have guys playing both sides of the ball too. Keeps guys fresh. Uh, it and then it, you kind of go with the hot hand. If one guy's just on fire, you can lean on him for a couple quarters and then come back. And then when that fourth quarter comes and you need those big plays, everyone's fresh. Ideally, I like to have everyone with between seven and eleven carries. So if we had, if we're running the ball well, you know, you've got two or three guys with that eight to ten, you know, somewhere in that window number of carries. And then same thing with the receiver. I love spreading the ball out. I would love to see eight different guys with touches in the first quarter.
0: Let's talk about some of those receivers uh, real quick. Obviously, you replace a couple of um, you replace a couple of heavy hitters there, and Carlos Cortez and Kingston Oliver from a year ago. But um, Malik Reed was one of the names that you said he's a big name coming back. But just talk about him and the um, other group of receivers. I mean,
7: obviously Malik, he's been a great leader and he's doing great things. He's had a very, very good summer. Um, Eli Smith is going to play in some tight end sets for us. Uh, Vontae Miller will also play some tight end sets and those guys, uh, you get the ball to them in space and they can do some crazy things. Uh, Blakely Easton is, uh, somebody who moved here and, um, he is very, he's a sophomore, and uh, he is just very, very quick. Once he gets the ball in his hands, it's tough to catch him. Um, we've got a lot of guys. Uh, Jared Crabb, gets, uh, he can run some jet sweep, and we can hit him on um, uh, intermediate routes, and he's very dangerous. Um, his younger brother, really mostly is a running back, but even coming out of the backfield, uh, Tate crab he's very, very dangerous when you get him the ball in space. And so, I mean, we've just got a lot of guys, a lot of young guys that we want to get the ball to and just let them develop. It's, it's very, very exciting.
0: I know a lot of those same names will probably end up starting on the defensive end, but just uh, talk about uh, where you see where you see these guys and just talk about your defense and how that looks like for 2022. Our
7: defense is changing quite a bit from last year. Um, last year it was more of an even front, kind of your 4-3 look. Really, we're going to be more of a 33 stack this year, and so that's been a big learning curve. But the cool thing is we've got a lot of big linemen that we can rotate through, so those three down linemen are going to be pretty nasty. Um, and linebacker types, you know, a lot of those names we were just talking about, when you've got five linebackers out there, Um, you can rotate guys through, keep everyone fresh. And then the guys have a lot of fun because you've got a lot of different blitzes. And that's the thing about a 33 stack that's so exciting. You can turn it into any defense that you want, and the kids don't even realize it. If you want to be a a 4-2, you can blitz into it and you're a 4-2. If you want to be a 3-4, you can do that. It's easy shifts that we don't, you know, it's not necessarily changing your whole philosophy, but maybe it puts us in a better position. And the other fun thing is Malik has been very very physical as a linebacker, and we can put him almost anywhere and he's just having fun and he finds the ball
0: um, talk about where you feel like this team's at right now obviously you've got you've got the summer practices you've got some camps in I know you got to camp in at Raytown South this past summer Just um, talk about where you feel like this team's at right now with all the camps and all the summer practices and then here in fall practice
7: we're progressing um, when I you know a lot of these guys being first year players or first year starters and first year players. A lot of these guys didn't know how to practice, you know, how to be the most efficient. And that's something we're still working on and we're developing. Um, we've made a lot of progress, even from yesterday to today. Um, the, the progress that we made is unreal. And uh, these guys, um, they listen, they learn, uh, and they take it to heart, and they, they are having a great time doing it.
0: Well, Coach, my last question for you is, um, you know, we got the Jamboree coming up here on August 19th. Um, What do you want to see out of your football team um, heading into that Jamboree and what do you want to see them um, execute? What do you want to see out of them in the game?
7: Oh, I want to make sure that we're focused and we're competing to win. I mean, that's the goal. And, uh, you know, we, like I said, every day that we're here, we get a little better. And I talk about that. Win the day. Get better today. And if we keep doing that, we're going to have success this season.
0: Well, Coach Finley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm looking, really looking forward to working with you this season. And um, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the um, fall practice. And um, we'll see you at the Jamboree. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much, Coach Finley, for joining the podcast for the very first time. Now, Lafayette will return just four starters on both sides of the ball. Key contributors include Jackson Compton, Malik Reed, Tristan Marty, and Eli Smith. Those are just a few of the contributors back from last season. I had an opportunity to catch up with Jackson, Malik, and Tristan, and they want to get back to where they were last season and exceed expectations. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are here at Lafayette Football Practice getting ready for the St. Joseph School District Jamboree. We are here with Jackson Compton Jr. starting quarterback. Jackson, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, man? How you doing? Doing good. Doing good, man. Getting after it. So, um, Jackson, um, tw- 2021, you know, 6-4 and four last season. Got to, got to start a few games, a uh, late-season thumb injury to Jaron. Just um, talk about how big um, that was to get those reps last season heading into this season.
6: Uh it was amazing. I think I think that last year really prepared me good for this year cuz I was kind of used to it more than uh more than the normal new starting quarterback would be. So, I think it helped me a lot getting prepared and no one is like playing quarterback on a Friday night.
0: Well, this team lost a lot of production from a year ago. Um just um uh, talk about uh what you guys are doing to try to um to try to replicate that production into this season. Uh
6: you know, new guys just need to fall into new roles and just go out and play hard, and uh, the new dudes that step in for those graduating seniors just need to play
0: hard and get in the system, execute the plays. Well, Coach Finley comes in. This is his first year. Um, three head coaches in three years. Um, tell me, what, do you, what, do you, what are the differences? Are there any big differences in philosophy and um, X's and O's between Coach Finley and Coach Troyer from a year ago?
6: Yeah, so our playbook was completely different. So we had to learn new plays coming in and everything. And, uh, you know, just, just kind of getting the feel of what uh, his personality's like, what, what he likes, uh, what he likes from you in practice,
0: stuff like that. It's just, it's just all getting used to. Yo, uh, how's the summer been for you guys? Yeah, I know you guys had a camp at Raytown South mm-hmm. this summer. I know, I think East Buchanan was another camp. Yeah. Um, just uh, talk about um, how you guys have really progressed this season through camps and summer practices. Yeah, I think the summer's great. Uh, we started off in seven on seven. The first
6: week was a little rough, but as as time went on, you know, we just keep getting better and better every week, and that's what we want to keep
0: doing all the way through through the end of the season. Well, the starting quarterback obviously is a leader on this football team. What do you want to see from this team? Um, you know, jamboree's coming up on the nineteenth. What do you want to see from this team heading into the jamboree?
6: Uh, I just want to see us keep coming out here every day, giving it our all,
0: getting better, and getting prepared for the jamboree. Well, Jackson, thank you so much for coming on, and um, we'll see you on the jam- we'll see you at the jamboree. Yes, sir. Thank you. Alrighty, we are still continuing our coverage here of the St. Joseph School District Jamboree preview show. We are here with Lafayette Senior Malik Reed. Uh, Malik, welcome to the podcast.
3: Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it.
0: Well, Malik, is um, you know a year ago this team was um, started off hot, um, finished six and four, went on a little bit of a slide to end the season. Just um, talk about your thoughts on this past
3: season. Um, of course, uh, we're all looking forward to Week Five playing Central, and I think that kind of hurt us a little bit losing that game, but. Uh, I'm excited about this year. I think we're going to bounce back, and I think we're going to do good.
0: Well, just uh, talk about um, replacing that production from a year ago. Obviously, everybody wants to talk about the record-breaking performances in Atchison from a year ago. Um, a lot of those guys are gone. A lot of that production has gone. Uh, what, do you, what are you and the, your, your, the rest of your teammates doing to try to um, replicate that production from?
3: Yeah, so just like every year, uh, all the seniors that leave Dale, of course, it's going to be hard to – replicate them but this year we got a lot of guys stepping up you know Tyson running back we got a new quarterback uh some we got a lot of alignment back so i think we're gonna do good this year
0: um, your starting quarterback jackson compton i just talked to jackson about that um he um got a lot of reps um, in the last in the last several weeks of the season with the um, late season thumb injury to jaron um just um talk about uh his progression from those um reps to
3: now improving in um throughout the summer yeah so last year when uh compton got reps that helped a lot because it built our chemistry so uh, our chemistry has always been strong but this year it's just getting stronger and stronger every week and i think that helped a lot too just talk
0: about the energy the first several days of practice i know you know the beginning of um, fall sports is always very very optimistic just talk about the energy here
3: yeah we always make sure it's a we're having a fun time but we're staying focused at the same time you know i tell the guys come here get better every day but stay focused energy effort and attitude that's all we need
0: you know, as a senior, you know, you're a leader on this football team as well. Just um, talk about what you want to see um, from this team um, heading into the Jamboree August 19th.
3: Uh, of course, that's just a scrimmage. You know, it's, it's the rivals, crosstown rivals. But, of course, we want to win that. We're going to win that. So, Well, Malik, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much
0: for your support. And uh, we'll see you at the Jamboree. Appreciate it, man. And we're still continuing on our coverage here of the Cliff Notes podcast here from Lafayette um, football practice. We are here with senior Tristan Marty. Um, Tristan, um, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you, Cliff? I'm doing good, man. Ready to get to work just like you guys are. So, um, Tristan, just um, talk about the energy of how you feel like this energy is um, for the first several days of practice um, heading into the Jamboree. Oh, I think the energy is great, and I think it keeps improving every day at practice, and we
6: keep getting better. And I think if if, everything's, like, if we keep getting better and things uh, stay the way they are, I think we're going to do great.
0: Well, just talk about last season real quick. Um, last season um, started out hot. Um, had that loss to Cetron, I know that was a little bit um, tough for you guys, but, you know, a, a three-game um, three skid to end the season. Um, just um, talk about your thoughts on um, just this past season, highs and the lows. Oh, last season? Yes, sir. Oh, uh,
6: I think last season,
0: towards the end of the season,
6: we kind of started to fall apart, and it really showed. Uh, but I think this season we're gonna we're gonna be good all season, and we, we're not gonna let that happen again.
0: Well, what do you feel like as a senior leader? What do you feel like you guys have to do not only in practices but in games to try to get back to um, to try to get back to the um, districts and um, try to take the next step? Uh,
6: I think we just gotta stay focused, be prepared, uh, be prepare good
0: uh, at practice every week and do our jobs. Absolutely. Do your job. That's, that's the biggest thing about it here. Um, Tristan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, good luck to you guys at the Jamboree. We'll see you there. Yep, I'll see you there. This edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Tolly & Associates. Contact Dom Tolly for all your insurance needs at 816-232-8400 or come on out to Tolly & Associates at 2606 North Belt Highway for all your insurance needs. Now, Lafayette will open up week one next Friday night at home at Scott Marriott Field as they will take on Kansas City Center. That will do it for our team previews. I want to thank for Benton, first of all. I want to thank Coach Kevin Keaton, Denver Doman, Adrian Bird, and Bishop Rush. For Central, I want to thank Coach Reggie Trotter, Asher Katakis, Nathan Mincy, Stone Wettlaufer, and Anthony Vassar. And then for the Lafayette Fighting Irish, I want to thank Coach Scott Finley, Jackson Copton, Malik Reed, and Tristan Marty for all joining the show, making it all possible. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for making this Jamboree Preview Show possible. Good luck to all of you gentlemen this Friday night and the Jamboree. Now, we're going to run down the complete Jamboree schedule for this Friday night again. For this Friday, the City chamber takes place at Missouri Western at Spratt Stadium. There's a $5 admission for both adults, students, and fans. It's all a $5 admission. Doors open at 5.30 and the game starts at 7 o'clock. If you're not able to make it out to Missouri Western, Tommy Rezach and Matt Pike will have the call on stjosephpost.com. Pre-game will start at 6, game starts at 7.00. Now, here are the rest of the Jamborees going on on Friday night in Cameron. One of the more competitive Jamborees of the beginning of the season as the Cameron Dragons will host East Buchanan, Lawson, and Savannah in their Jamboree. Maryville will travel to Kansas City Center as they will scrimmage against Center and William Crispin. Chillicothe will have a Jamboree in Moberly and West Platt. West Platte will scrimmage against Mid-Buchanan, Gallatin, and Plattsburgh. North Platte and Polo will have a jamboree in Wellington-Napoleon, as those three teams will mix it up for the preseason. Milan, Princeton, and Putnam County, all from the GRC 11-man division, will all be in Milan for a jamboree. Salisbury will also join those three teams. As far as the eight-man football jamborees, we got another jamboree in St. Joseph. as St. Joe Christian will host their jamboree as they will ho- host College Heights Christian, Kansas City East Christian, and Stewartsville Osborne. Bishop LeBlanc will be on the road for their jamboree in East Atchison as they take on EA, Rockport, and Nottoway Valley in that jamboree. North Andrew, I tell you what, how big of a jamboree is this in North Andrew? North Andrew's going to scrimmage against Platte Valley. That might very well be the main event of the jamboree as those two teams are expected to be at the top of the heap in eight-man football when those eight-man football polls come out. Also, Decap and Pattonsburg will be joining those folks at North Andrew. And then the last jamboree we have on the schedule for our area is in Worth County as Worth County, Stanbury, King City, and Albany will lock will lock will lock on before week 1 of the regular season that will do it for our city jamboree preview show now remember there will be photos available on both facebook and instagram after the game and we will have a post game show On all of your podcast feeds. I want to thank everybody for your listenership. I want to thank um, Don Tolly And the fine folks at Tolly and Associates. For the sponsorship. Thank you guys so much for investing in me. I hope I'm making you guys proud. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Enjoy whichever jamboree you go to. Enjoy it. Have fun. Have a blast. Thank you all for the support. We will talk to you all in a little while.